This is a quest for the truth, featuring Kevin Watts. Good day, everyone. Here are the five things that I believe. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of a Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and was seated on the right hand of God the Father Almighty, for which he shall come back to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, life everlasting. Amen. I believe ordinary people can accomplish extraordinary things. I believe that the family unit is the key, the linchpin, if you will, to a just and orderly society. I believe the only way to individual and societal prosperity is through the free market capitalist system coupled with political freedom. I believe America is the greatest country in the world. Having said that, I'd like to move on to my topic for the day. I was thinking about the five most important books that I ever read. The five most important books that I've ever read. And as I thought upon it, uh, actually, there's more than five. I came up with about nine altogether. Um, I've always loved to read, uh, mostly um, biographies, autobiographies, historical, political, economic books. I guess I'm a, some would consider me a boring reader. <laughs> but in any event, uh, that's what I liked. I mean, I could watch C-SPAN half the day, probably. Um, it's just in my makeup. Anyway, these are the books that are most important to me for a variety of reasons. They came a part of me in times of my life, important times of my life, and they've influenced me greatly. Um, most important book I ever read, we'll start from the top, is the Bible. The Bible is a book, more than a book to me. It's a guide as how to conduct yourself with human fellow, your fellow human beings and with God. So I, that's why it's the most important book to me. It's a book unlike any other. It's a book that has changed people's lives, many people's lives for the better. And you give it an opportunity, I think it'll do the same thing for you. In fact, I know it'll do the same thing for you. Uh, second on my list is a book called Think and Grow Rich, written by Napoleon Hill. In it, he discusses a pathway to success, which I attempt to follow. Success in business, in, in your personal life as well, and in how to deal with people on a relationship level. Uh, very influential book in my life. Next, number three, is Race and Economics by Thomas Sowell. Uh, when I was, when I graduated high school, I was a flaming liberal, believe it or not. Uh, I picked up this book while I was in college at the college library called Race and Economics, and the title intrigued me. I read the book. I became a fan of Dr. Sowell ever since. 
Um, it has influenced me greatly in terms of economic and political philosophy as well as societal formation. So it's been a big deal to me. And so I appreciate him writing that book. He also has many other books that he's written, which are terrific. I haven't found a bad book yet that he's written. Next on my list, number four, Animal Farm by George Orwell. I believe this book should be passed out in every high school in the country. It should be read by every high school student in the country. It is that important in my mind in terms of freedom and what happens when you lose freedom. The consequences of losing freedom. This book is banned in most communist and totalitarian countries. The book is banned. And the reason for it is it promotes freedom. Freedom of thought, freedom of action. Uh, a terrific book. And the interesting, one of the interesting things about Mr. Orwell is that he actually was a socialist. <laughs> he was not a, a libertarian or a conservative by any means. He was a socialist. But he hated, despised, in fact, totalitarianism. And it comes out in his books, in his writings, not only in this book, but also 1984. Now, 1984 is probably more well-known than Animal Farm is. But Animal Farm, to me, uh, is a book, it's, it's written so that the layman can understand it. And I think that's important when you're writing a book. Sometimes you have to write something that lay people who will understand it. Next, um, a book by Milton Friedman is the author. There's no such thing as a free lunch. And why this book is important to me is that there's no shortcuts to success. Uh, there's no sh shortcuts to a to freedom. Uh, you have to earn it. And when I say earn it, you have to follow the advice <clears throat> of Benjamin Franklin when he left uh, Convention Hall in Philadelphia after crafting the Constitution. Supposedly a woman walked up and said, what have you given us? And he replied, a republic, if you can keep it. And so this book uh, goes a long way to explaining how politicians can use the power of the purse to buy votes. Now, I'm not talking about bribing people necessarily, direct bribes or anything like that. We can recognize that. But I'm talking about things like uh, this student loan debt forgiveness program, you know, that's uh, that our current president seems to be uh, wanting to implement. It's a way of buying votes. And you know what? It kind of worked for him because a lot of young people voted for him based on his doing that. Never mind how irresponsible that that action is and how unfair it is to, or unjust, I should say, it is to those who never went to school or those who dared to pay for their own education to expect other people to pay for your education. It's just a gross 
misappropriation of money. Let alone the fact that it's un totally unconstitutional because he didn't get congressional support for this. But I digress. Uh, our next book is On Liberty by John Stuart Mill, which discusses the formation of a societal of a society through capitalism and entrepreneurship. And what I got out of that book was that you cannot have a, you will not have a free society for long if you do not have a moral society. And if you take a look at other countries that have attempted to institute capitalist principles in their society, without morals, it just doesn't work. You will eventually revert back to totalitarianism. That's what happened with China, Russia, and other countries. As long as you keep your moral fiber, capitalism will work. Next, uh, Brave New World by Adolphus Huxley. I read this book in high school as well. This book influenced me uh, to be a free thinker, to not just go along, to get along, but to think for yourself, think through problems and situations for yourself to come up with a conclusion that makes sense. Next, Up From Slavery by Booker T. Washington, a very inspiring book about how a man who, became, who came up from slavery to start one of, the, one of our fine institutions in the United States, that being Tuskegee Institute, located in Tuskegee, Alabama. Uh, many, many fine academics and other uh, people have come out of that university, including Dr. George Washington Carver and many, many others. Uh, a very patriotic university traditionally. And he just was an inspiration to me. And finally, number nine, uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X. And some people might be surprised that I was inspired by that book. Well, one of the things that inspired me about the book was the fact that this man went through a lot when he was younger, went in the wrong direction, turned to crime, and was a and was a lifelong learner. He never stayed stagnant in his beliefs. He always searched. He always was on a quest for the truth. And I'm not saying he got everything right because no one gets everything right. But his quest for the truth fascinated me. Even breaking away from his great mentor, for uh, his mentor, I won't say great, but his mentor, Elijah Muhammad, uh, had the courage of his convictions to break away from a man who mentored him, sheltered him in a sense, and inspired him when he saw wrongdoing within that organization and went on his own way, had the courage of his convictions to leave that institution, risking his own life to do so. 
because he had a sense of integrity about him that I admire. So those are the top nine, and it turned out to be nine, uh, books that have influenced me. And I hope that you take a look at all the books that I've mentioned, because I think you'll get something productive out of each and every one that that you have, uh, that you would read, that you would dare to read. So take a look at them, uh, read them, study them, see what you can get out of them, because I think you'll get something very good out of them. And this is Kevin Watson. I'm on a quest for the truth. Won't you join me? Thank mm-hmm. you.